An Interesting Contrast Monday, February 26, 2024 These people are different, a different kind of seekers. They are more noble than the crowd in Thessalonica. This group not only receives the word with open arms, they examine the scripture every day, seeking to see if what Paul says is true. Acts 17.11 The Pauline pack of three are now gone from Philippi and the dust up with the authorities. They have now arrived in Thessalonica. Things do not progress as planned. Although there is progress in one area of the mission, trouble is brewing across town. The Jewish local yokels make life impossible for a growing group of believers. A guy named Jason and his believing brothers get sideways with the city authorities. The opposition concocts a series of accusations that allege Jason and his friends of breaking Roman law and and opposing Caesar. In the end, Jason is forced to pay a fine, a fine he didn't deserve. That's enough for the local brethren. They send Paul out of town and off to Berea. Timothy and Silas both follow soon after. But here comes the contrast. While the Thessalonica thugs are trying their best to do harm to those who are spreading the gospel, there is another scenario in another city called Berea. Yes, there are some gains in Thessalonica, but there remains a bitter taste for the fledging missionaries. On the other hand, the Berean seekers are much more accepting. But this is not simply a blank check, conversion to the way. Not at all. The Berean people were not just studious. They checked out the things that Paul was sharing with them the Jewish scrolls. The fact that they were a noble bunch with hearts open to the gospel speaks well of the people of Berea. However, Berea is not mentioned again in the scripture, other than a reference to someone named Sopater, who apparently considered Berea his hometown. That's it. No letters that we know of. No chastity neither. That's a pastor's dream. No problem. Thessalonica, on the other hand, is somewhat resistant to the gospel. Yet they apparently received at least two letters from the hand of the Apostle Paul. And these two letters are a powder keg of potent passages from the pen of the Apostle Paul. Much of Paul's teachings sent to this church deal with practical insights about life, about the gospel, about Christian behavior, and even the likelihood of persecution. He also shares the long-term hope of the second coming and the resurrection. Two churches, two original divergent responses to the gospel. Two initial and different receptions to the message of the cross. My guess is that both of those churches understood the messages from the mouth of Paul. The other church needed the power and benefit of the Roman mail service to get their attention. At least two times. While the message may be challenging to one of the churches, the core of the gospel remains and endures for both. There is an eternal God that loves us beyond measure. There is a reason why we are still breathing. There is hope that compels us to reach out, to encourage, to help, to befriend, to embrace, and to love for the sake of our Master and Lord. There is room for everyone at the table. We just have to accept the invitation and trust God to get us ready for the great reunion. I want to be there. Abba, help me grasp your words from Scripture and use them to uplift your redemptive work with all of us. In Jesus' name, amen.